Fine. Good morning, everyone. Today we're on day 13, and the topic of today is how does it work when Shabbos and Rosh Hashanah are together? I think more or less we already discussed this, that Shabbos and Rosh Hashanah together would be that day that the boss usually comes in that day of the year, that the boss comes in and he wants to decide for, uh, if he wants to give life for another year, and instead, that day, he's actually going to renew contracts that day. That's why we still have to pray and we still have to do all the things. But we don't have to convince him because the convincing is already there. The convincing is already found there because that day he got an email from the Chinese army about, um, about signing, a, signing, a, signing a deal to buy, uh, to uh, sell sweaters for the Chinese army. Yeah. Now we're continuing the mimer. Let's learn a tiny bit inside. And over here we're going to... Yeah. Second. Well, you've gone really high tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting there slowly. No, not over here. Uh, this. Um, how how would I do it? The mouse. Uh, you see the mouse. A second. So we'll do the spotlight. Great. Check. Vehine, he says the Rebbe Rashab, Vehine, Belil, Rosh Hashanah, the night of Rosh Hashanah, Ubechin Siluk, Valiyasa Malchus. On the night of Rosh Hashanah is the concept of the removal and the going up of the Malchus. Sha'oila, that the Malchus goes up, Ubechinis Atmus Oyrein Sa, to the essence of the infinite light of Hashem, Venisbar Le'elen, was explained before. In the mimer that we just built till now, that the elevation is only in the internal. That's why it's called removal. This is known. There are two types of elevation. The first one is the elevation of the vessels with the lights. This is not removal, the Gabay Akalim for the vessel. This is typical for Shabbos. The, the light doesn't leave the vessels. The opposite, the vessels go up to the light. They also go up. The Adrab. Quite contrary, Bakalim in the vessels made us Gilu Oir Elyum Yoyster. Just like if you remember the example in the marriage, in the body, in the company, there's even a greater light. Hainu meaning to say, which light is found over there? Hamadrega, the level, Sha'ilum Lasham, that they ascended to there. The Oifna Bays and the second type is, which is Rosh Hashanah, Sha'iris Oilim Umistal Kimakalim. That the, uh, that the lights go up and we get removed from the vessels. And the vessels stay down here. That that is the idea of darkness for the kalim. Just like when a person sleeps. That the light and vitality of the soul goes, gets removed from the body. 
הרי הוא בחינס חושך לגבי הגוף. This is the concept of darkness, it is the level of darkness pertaining to the body. Just like it says in the fifth volume in Tanya, Dibra Maschil, the entry, This idea is already written in Tanya, in the fifth volume in Tanya. And the elevation of Rosh Hashanah, not the elevation, the ascent of Rosh Hashanah, is in such a way that the internal Mistalik Lamaila goes above. And similar to what the Zohar says, when you removed yourself from there, all the names stay like a body without a soul. The same is the elevation of that down here in this world stays a level of darkness. Now, basically what we just did till now is we just did a very short summary. But now we want to go into the Hasidus of it. In other words, even though now was also Hasidus, but Hasidus, how Hasidus explains Kabbalah, now we want to try to go back, we try to go in into the avoid of it. What is the avoid of it? What, what is the point of it? So let's go back to our factory. Let's go back to our factory. Everybody sees the boss coming into the company, coming into the factory, and rushing through the floor into his office, shuts the door, and the rumors are that he wants to reconsider if he wants to have the company another year. There are a few types of reactions. What are the few types of reactions? Some people, some people would say, okay, they call up their wives and tell them, don't throw out the day's paper. Or let's sign up for Craigslist. Why? Because, okay, the boss doesn't want to have the company another year. Let me go try to find another job very, very quickly. But what does the smart worker do? The smart worker starts to petition. How could we make this work? Maybe this example is not a, such a good example. Let's use the marriage example, I think, for this aspect. The marriage example is the best example. A person comes home, and I understand that this is universal. Because every time I have taught this to a class, everybody was smiling quietly. Yeah, especially when I taught it in the women's program. A guy comes home, and he doesn't see his wife. She's locked in the room. He knocks on the room. She says, I don't want to open. Please come out. No, I don't want to come out. You don't treat me well. You offended me. I don't know exactly what you say. Now, there's two types of husbands over there. One of them says, okay, if you want, we can meet in court. Bye. Sure. Bye. But anyone in their right mind, anyone that has a tiny bit of brains in their head, understands why is she in the room? Why is she going away? Why is she removing herself? 
Why is she removing herself? Because she wants you to convince her out of the room. Obviously, you did something wrong. Yeah, we're not talking about someone that makes a fuss out of, of every tiny thing. Just got a phone call from a, from, from a newlywed woman yesterday. She calls me up and uh, like, and I know that there's problems going on over there and I'm trying to help him. It doesn't matter. But she calls me up and she says, Rabbi, you have an idea what he told me? And I, I happen to have an idea because the husband wrote me a WhatsApp a few hours before and he said I made a mistake. I said this and this word, doesn't matter. So I already knew about it. So he said, yes, I know. And she was like waiting for me to fall out of my chair. What? Could you believe he said that? I said, yeah, he made a mistake. He even apologized. Yeah, but I'm, I'm very offended. So I said, okay, like, like you never make a mistake? Like, why do you have to blow it out of proportion? And it was a very interesting conversation because, because usually I like try to be very, but I was like straight and, and, I, and, I, and I was very lucky. It was like really a big miracle that I said those words because I got a phone call afterwards from people that are trying to help over there and everything said, it had a very strong effect. So I'm not talking about, I'm not trying to encourage that this is the way to get things done. And I'm not trying to encourage to get offended by every tiny thing. But sometimes husbands do stupid things. Sometimes they're not in touch with emotions, with their emotions. Some, some husbands even, until they learn, they could even be emotionally handicapped sometimes. It's just, it's a process of learning and, and, it's, and it's fine to learn as long as people are willing to learn and their wives are willing to slowly walk them through. Fine, perfect. But that's not my point. I just put it over there because, because happy marriage is, is the holiest thing in, in Judaism. Hashem is, Hashem is willing that his name should be erased and a couple should stay together. So that's the, my plug over there. But let's say in a case he did something wrong and she's in the room. Only an idiot will think that she's in the room because she really doesn't want to come out. She's in the room because she wants you to get her out of there. She wants you to convince her out of there. And this concept is really the essence of Rosh Hashanah. And this is what we're, we're up to in the mind. This concept is the essence of Rosh Hashanah because on Rosh Hashanah, we see a very interesting thing. We see almost an oxymoron. We see a, a contradiction. On one hand, Rosh Hashanah is a serious day, a day of judgment, a day that, that the whole world goes through Hashem's, uh, in front of Hashem's throne. It's a very serious day. We sit in shul the whole day. According to Allah, someone that wants to fast Rosh Hashanah, he's allowed to fast Rosh Hashanah. On Shabbos, you're not allowed to fast. Rosh Hashanah, you are allowed to fast. But on the other hand, it's a holiday. We go dressed, Yom Tevdik. Most people make meals on Rosh Hashanah. What's going on? Is it a sad day? Is it a solemn day or a happy day? Is it a holiday? 
says Hasidus, so first I'm sorry, before Hasidus, you always have to give the simple answer first. What is the simple answer? What it says in Allah. It says in Allah that Rosh Hashanah is a day of judgment, but because we're positive that Hashem is going to give us a good year, that's why, because we're positive that Hashem is going to give us a good year, that's why we're happy. That's why we celebrate. We're not, it's not a day of happiness so much. Like even though the, the Rebbe, the last few years, the Rebbe, the Rebbe, the Rebbe said good Yom Tov also on, on Rosh Hashanah. But, but usually it wasn't like that. It's a day of celebration too. It's a day that, that it's Yom Tov. Before Rosh Hashanah, we should take a haircut. We should, we should get dressed Shabbos day. It's a special day. But we, but we know already by now that every time Kabbalah says something, every time, I'm sorry, every time Allah says something, it's covering on the deeper Kabbalistic meaning. What does it mean that we're confident? There's something deeper over here. Hashem is gone. Hashem is in the room. Hashem is locked up over there. But if you're smart, you understand that Hashem is not there because he wants to stay there. Hashem wants you to convince him out of there. And that is an unbelievable, beautiful relationship. What does it mean, a beautiful relationship? It means that in the beginning, Hashem initiated the relationship. That's the first year. But from then on, Hashem said, I initiated the relationship for one year. Now I want you, I want you to show such a deep connection, such a deep devotion, that you have the ability to convince me out of that room. But I'm waiting for it. If you're going to tell me, okay, let's see you in Southern Court, okay, or, or face, face your emotions. When you come out, let me know. That's not what he wants. So Rosh Hashanah has it at both sides. Hashem wanting a relationship with us, but telling us, I want you to initiate it. I want you to show how much you want a relationship. So really... According to Chassidus, it's not only a day of judgment about how much money we should make, how much kids we should have, how much nachas if we should find the shidduch, and so on and so forth. That, that too. But that is only an outcome of how much elikus, how much godliness, how much revelation there's going to be in the world, Rosh Hashanah. Because this is the day that we have the ability, through us connecting inwards into ourselves and feeling that need so to say that desire for godliness through that crying out and convincing that level of godliness to come to us that is what the judgment is about that's why the pasuk says Israel it's a judgment for for the god of israel for the god of jacob what is the meaning for the God of Jacob, the meaning for the God of Jacob means how much God of Jacob there's going to be in the world. How much are we going to feel God in the world? How much are we going to feel God in our lives? But how much? It's how much we are, how much we want him. And how much, not only we want him, we have the ability to convince him how much we want him. It's a day that we're, so to say, renewing our vows. So is it a serious day? For sure. The world is in a state of faint. The world trembles. 
Who knows what's going to be next year? Look what a year we had this year. Who believed after 100 years of not having a pandemic? Look, look what's going on. So obviously, but, but we're, not, we're not going to be so focused on pandemics. We're going to be focused on how much godliness. When there's godliness, there's wealth, health, happiness, shiduchim, kids, naches, everything. But the idea is that he wants to be searched for. It's a very famous story. I'm sure that most of you have heard it from other um, from, from other rabbis. We want a story about a few kids playing hide and seek. I realize it's one of our classes on the syllabus, but we'll have to we'll have to change a bit uh, the syllabus. They were playing hide and seek, and once. The kids decided it's a pretty cruel thing that kids sometimes tend to do. They all, the guy is counting, is, uh, is covering his head against the wall and is counting 30, 29, 28, 27. And they all decide, shh, they're not hiding. They're running away. They're running away from the house. They're going to the park. I'm sorry, I messed up the story. <laughs> the opposite. A guy, um, the one that is it, starts looking for the kids, but one, one child is really hidden very well and he can't find. So he tells all the other kids, let's go, let's go. After an hour, that kid comes out and he sees no one is looking for him. So he's going to his father, he starts crying. He says, Daddy, they didn't look for me. I was hiding. They didn't look for me. So I don't remember which tzaddik it was. He says, that's exactly what Hashem says. I'm hiding. They're not looking for me. That's very similar to our example. Yeah, going into the room and the guy says, okay, when you want to come out of the room, let me know. Got it? Let's go. Let's learn a tiny bit inside. Let's go. So we are up to over here. Vatam. And the reason. The reason why the, only the internal goes up. In other words, till now we spoke Kabbalah. Now we're asking, now we're trying to explain the reasoning behind it. How Indian, who the Indian is. The Indian Aliyah. The main reason why it ascends is The whole reason why it ascends is because we want the descent, the drawing down that will follow. And this is Dafka, this is specifically Alde Hester Akodum, that is through the first hiding, shall you day through first hiding, not through the through first hiding, shall you through this nimshach is drawn gilui. Sorry, shall through this nimshach is drawn gilui oir elyon biyoser. Through this, it draws down an unbelievable higher light. 
And now the Alter Rebbe is, go- I'm sorry, now the Rebbe Shav is going to explain what Indian and the concept, what Indian knew the concept is, the Indian it says, Ben Chochom Yisamach Av. A smart son makes his father happy. What does it mean a smart son makes his father happy? So the, the so Chassidus explains, where does the smartness of a son express itself? So Chassidus is going to explain us, to us over here that the smartness of the son is expressed. Anyone knows? How do I get to see to see the group two in the side? Oh, we can see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, I like to see people when I talk. It's so hard. I just recorded a class for a different school. And it's so hard to talk to no one. Okay, so, so let's see. Chassidus is going to tell us that where does the cleverness of the sun express itself? The cleverness of the sun expresses itself. The cleverness of the sun expresses itself when he understands that daddy doesn't really conceal himself. So again, we already have experience. So in marriages, everybody understands it. That if there's a removal, it's not in order to back off. It's in order to do something to get back together. That's very simple. But when it comes to a father and a son, sometimes we don't see God in our lives. Sometimes we feel that God has forsaken us. And then we tend to think, okay, if God is not here, maybe we should go elsewhere. Maybe I have to figure it out on my own and things like that. The smart son understands daddy never goes away. Daddy's hiding. And he's hiding in order for me to look for him. So let's continue seeing it over here inside. Yeah. Again, now you, you, you are lost again. I don't know. Great. Could you, could you see the pencil, right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So he says, well, Indian, the Indian is the Hinex, if the Postok says, Ben Chochom, Yisamachav, the smart son makes his father happy. Pirush, meaning to say, Alderich Moshel, Av, a father, Sheroitz, that he wants. Yeah, Sheroitz, that he wants, Lahavin Chochmas Benoi, he wants to understand the smartness of his son. Azai then masters Atzmo. He hides himself, Mimenu from him, Bihdei in order, Leida to know, Lahakir, and to recognize Chochmas Aben, the smartness of the sun. And what is the smartness of the sun? Sheyavin, that he should understand. Shahester, that the concealment, Vahelem, in the obscurity, Azai, this one, Eino is not, Elo only Bihdei in order, Shivakshenu Aben. That the sun should search for him, that him to anyone he should find him. The Oz and then Tigdala Simcha Ba'aviv, then the father becomes very happy, Bishwil Chochmas Bano, because of the uh, cleverness of the son. And his recognition in this. This is a very Hebrew type of expression. It's like four times the words. Searching, 
and from the searching that he will search him with the searching, searching. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense when you translate it in English. To run after him, to find him. That brings the father unbelievable happiness. And over here comes a parenthesis that is also very important. This is connected. What is connected? The understanding that daddy doesn't go away is connected with how much we're going to search for him. Because sometimes people start searching for God and we don't find him. So we give up. So the more clever we are, that there's no concept of no God, the more we're going to search for him. The Kasher Makir, when a person understands that it's not a concealment and a real removal, it's only in order that he should search for, for him. Automatically, automatically he searches. Kemoikain, the same thing, the same thing, we'll understand the example above. In the elevation, I'm sorry, in the ascent and the removal of Rosh Hashanah. This is not a true concealment. The main kavana is, the main intention is, for this by itself, that the son should recognize who is the son. You are sons of God, your Lord. That the concealment is not a true concealment. It's only in order should find search for him. And he's looking for God with a greater search from the depth of his heart. Through this, the happiness and the revelation will be even more. That's it. This is for today. The idea of the, the really, this is the, the, the class today should be called the, the name of other class. What is the disposition of Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is a day where God hides, and that's why the idea of Rosh Hashanah is crying, yearning, begging, saying, I want to have a real relationship with you, Hashem. Enough of the baloney. I want to really, I want to really connect to you. I don't want anything to separate between us. But together with that, the celebration that is found over there is, the, the celebration that is found over there is that we know that the whole idea, how do I get out of the thing? Oh, I still don't know how to use this. Shoot, shoot, shoot. How do I go? How do I go back to the big screen? Oh, stop share. Okay, I'm going to learn slowly. Um, but the whole idea of Rosh Hashanah, even while crying and while yearning and while begging for a new year, to know that deep down over there, it's our father waiting for us to convince him to give us a good year, waiting for us to convince him to give us the most amazing year with a lot of revelation and abundance, both physically and spiritually in all aspects of our lives. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and a beautiful Shabbos and a very nice Slichus. Um, I think that we're not learning on Sunday because for some of you, it's very early and Slichus is Saturday night. 
So we're going to reconvene on Monday. So this is also the question to for Avi's question. This is also the answer to Avi's question. When do we start saying slichas? Saturday night after midnight, we start saying slichas. The Ashkenazis amongst us. Those that are Sfardim already started from the beginning of the month of Elo. Up until when do we say slichas? All the way to Rosh Hashanah. Now, if you are Ashkenazi regular, you will say every day all the way to Yom Kippur. Chabad says one day after Rosh Hashanah, and then they stop saying it all together. You oh, sin- hello. You, 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 you sin the least. You say slich is the least. Just joking. Yeah. Rabino Guterman, tiene pregunta? Pregunta. If God created the world because he had a desire to have a dwelling place in this low world, it was his desire, his initiative. Why do we have to convince him if the whole purpose of the creation of the world is because he had the desire? That's, that's the desire. That's exactly the desire. Ask every, ask every woman. She wants the desire to have a relationship, right? But then she wants you to invest in the relationship. <laughs> that's exactly the idea. God wanted romance. God was the one and only. Why did he create a world that seems separate and then become one? That's exactly what romance is. We, I think we spoke about it once. Why don't we marry our sisters or our yeah. mothers? Because we're one. That's exactly, that's the idea. God wants to have a relationship with us and that we should want him. You could, you could, uh, you could, um, every, every, uh, everyone behind the mechitza will explain it to you very, very simply, very clearly. Want a relationship that you should want. I want a relationship with someone that wants me. Yeah? Tengo okay. razón? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. New words. Clarísimo. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Bye bye. Have a good Shabbos. Happy Slichas. See you on Monday. Gracias. Thank you for an amazing week. Bye bye. Thank you, Rabbi. Thanks, Rabbi. Thanks.